On this episode of the Hyperfast Agent Podcast, we are joined by Sharon Srivatsa from Kingston Lane. Listen as Sharon presents at the Hyperfast Agent Digital Deep Dive event. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Hi, Gerard. How are you? Good. How are, how's everybody? We're good. Um, so. so for those of you who do not know Sharon, which I think most of you do, he is a dear friend of mine, a mentor, has been incredible for helping me grow and just change the way I think. And when we first met, one of the things, well, first of all, I was kind of obsessed with you from like the moment I met you because you changed how I thought about the listing presentation like dramatically. And then when we started executing on some of your strategies, our conversion rate just went way, way, way up on the listing process. So what better topic than to have you talk to people about how to pivot when we're trying to win listings from a virtual place? So welcome. Welcome, welcome. So so I, I think that, uh, first of all, uh, big kudos to Dan and Carrie, uh, entire Hyperfast team for actually putting this on. I don't think people realize that you don't need to do this, right? There's no reason for you to do this. And <laughs> there's so many, there's so many agents that are, that, uh, you know, I, I love, I love real estate agents because the real estate agents actually have the entire, uh, you know, they, they bear, they bear all the risk on, on their shoulders, right? They say, Hey, listen, I'm going to go prospect, put my money to go get prospecting. I'm going to actually work my face off and, and get a mandate. Once I get a mandate, I'm going to go deliver on that mandate. And once I delivered on that mandate, they're probably going to claw something back and I'm, then I'm going to go get paid. Right? So it is, if there's no bigger American dream, you know, it, it, it is for the agents. And I, I am a big fan of them and just more to Dan and Carrie for spending the time creating this space to share ideas right now. So big thank you to you guys for um, one, having me and two, putting this on for folks that uh, they can really benefit from that. So I want to bring some uh, big value to everybody today. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you so much. Let's let's talk let's talk shop about listings, right? Uh, I think that there is. I've been on a bunch of listing appointments and helping agents prep for these virtual listing appointments right now, and I will tell you, Carrie, that we should ask everybody the question. So if you're on chat, this is a very good question that we should ask, Carrie. The one thing I will tell you is, everybody's been spending a lot of time thinking about how to nail this virtual listing presentation, and they've totally missed the boat on this entire process because it has nothing to do with the virtual listing presentation. It has nothing to do with the presentation, right? It has nothing to do with it at all, because there's a question here. And so if you're on chat, if you're on chat and been with Carrie and Dan for a while, you know this, answer this question for me. Who gets hired right now in this environment? Who gets hired, right? Who gets hired? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you who gets hired. So, so Carrie, in a, in a traditional market, right? When everything is normal, the traditional market is we have to do, we have to get two yeses. We have to get them to see, we've got to get them to basically say yes to uh, working with us, right? And then we've got to get the, go get the yes to get the deal done, 
right? So there's the two yeses yeah. that we have to do. Well, yeah. in this market, there's another yes. Even before we have to get them to say yes to working with us, we feel like we have to convince them to say yes to actually listing their home. First, they have to convince themselves of that. Then it's us, then it's getting the deal done. So I will tell you that the person that gets hired right now is the kind person. The kind person is the only person that gets hired right now. If you are extremely amazing at sales, if you're extremely aggressive, I, I you will lose. And the reason is this, the reason is, Carrie, I taught this, I call this the, uh, the, the, the capacity for B. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So let's say you have on a scale of 10 in the world, um, we all have this 10 part capacity for BS, meaning if we're at a 10, we can take a lot of BS from in a normal, in a normal kind of environment. Hey, you have Dan, you have the kids and your cup runneth over. Therefore your capacity is pretty high. Like people don't do as much, right? But in today's world, we have all coming at us. We've got lots of, you know, the economy, the environment and all of this stuff, right? So the capacity for BS for most people is very low. And that's why you, any, any comment, anything can be dramatically polarizing out there and people just make snap judgments on things. So I would lead, I'm not saying if you assertive is good, aggressive is bad, but I would lead with kindness in the entire time. If, if you think you're being a pushover, there's, there is no way for you to be a pushover in this environment, because if you're going to try to convince somebody to actually list a home with you, in my opinion, you're doing the wrong thing. It does not matter if you think it is the right decision for them to actually list their home for sale. You are wrong in trying to convince them to list their home for sale in this environment because what's going to happen is they're going to come. It's going to be a complete bloodbath when this goes wrong. And, and so trying to convince somebody to do a deal is probably not the right thing. So the first thing I will say is the kind person right now wins. The second thing is it is not about objections. It's about, it's about options. So when someone is actually, so always think in your mind, if, if you feel like you're getting an objection, they just don't know the options. That's all it is. So what I want to tell everybody is this. If you get stuck with an objection, think not about the objection. They don't know the options. That's all it is. They just don't know the options. And, and I will tell you, and Carrie, like I want, I want to share two big things today because I was really thinking about this. That if you, if, if, if each one of you on the call can take this and install this in your business, especially during this time and time going forward, your conversion on listing is going to go sky high, sky high, right? And here's the first thing that I will share. The first thing no one will really do, but I'm offer that you do is in the world of direct response marketing, you know, Dan's a master at this. We call it entering the conversation in the prospect's mind. The con like how do you enter the conversation in the prospect's mind? So even before you walk into an appointment, I'd like for you to stop and, you know, I'm not, this is not 40 minute exercise. I just stop for a minute and say, okay, like what are Dan and Carrie thinking right now? Just, just, just start writing. Oh, Dan and Carrie are thinking this, they want to go here. They want to go there. Okay. Well, what are Dan and Carrie's questions? If I were Dan and Carrie, what questions would I have? Oh, can we do open houses? Can we not? Can I, are we going to get buyers? Are we not? What if we got an offer? Is it going to be low? Is it going to be high? Do we have to do price adjustments? Are you going to have a sign in front of my house? Are we going to have brokers open? Like what are the questions in their mind right now so that you can actually have those questions? And then Carrie, I want to ask like, what are the fears? Like, what are the fears? Hey, are they not going to sell them right away? Are they afraid that it's going to stay on the market for a while? 
that their neighbor is going to tell them not to do it right now? Afraid that every time they walk outside, they're going to see this home and they're going to feel bad? Are they afraid about somebody with uh, the illness walking through their house? They're afraid. If we can just understand what they're afraid about, then when we're in the meeting, it's so much easier because it's not a traditional pitch anymore, right? It's just a, now you're allaying, now you're, and, and, and I, my favorite question to ask is, Carrie and Dan, you, one of the things you might be thinking is blank. If you can just say that one of the things that you might be thinking is blank, it instantly gives the other person insane safety because they feel like you've kind of thought through that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing I will say is, if you can do anything, five minutes of, hey, let's enter the conversation, the prospect's mind. Now, um, Carrie, I have like one more thing to sh- you can kind of riff is if you want to win, it has got nothing to do with the presentation right now. It is all what I call, how do you win before you arrive? How do you win before you arrive, right? And so if you can just win before you arrive, just validate that you're already the right choice. That is the most important thing right now because think about it for a second. If Carrie and Dan, if I was invited to list Carrie and Dan's home, Carrie and Dan are like, okay, who is the Sharon guy? I really don't want to do a lot of uh, interviews right now. I hope, you know, I hope he makes us feel safe. And, but, but how can you communicate that early on? So Carrie, I tell people super simply is just, even if you just confirm and reconfirm appointments correctly in a thoughtful way, right? Hey, 24 hours prior, four hours prior, and you're just confirming and reconfirming appointments thoughtfully. The client is like, oh, okay, Sharon's on the ball. He sent me an email right away calendar invite 24 hours before he said he was looking forward to chatting with me. And then four hours before he said, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I feel like the cadence of communication, I've, I've, I've engendered some trust in that. It doesn't even matter how you present like I have already won because they're, they're coming to me with a sense of open feeling and safety. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. so, it's, so, it's so amazing, right? Uh, so I'd say winning before you arrive so that people always say like, well, what else can I do before I arrive? And Carrie, the one thing I like to do is this, and then we can transition is, it is very difficult when you are on a Zoom or a webinar type setting because we don't have physical rapport, right, in any way. And since we don't have rapport, the most important thing to get rapport is you have a structured start. You just need a structured start. So Carrie, my favorite thing to do is to email the clients or the the prospects right before, uh, like 24 hours before the appointment. And I generally send them in, call it a title property profile, or you can send them a realist report or a public, uh, you know, kind of like public like a public record report, essentially that shows them this is when you bought your house, this is the loan that you have on it, kind of like the public record of it, right? And essentially, Carrie, my favorite thing to say is, uh, hey, Carrie and Dan, this is what we call a public property profile, property report. This is what this filed with the county. Uh, we'll looking, we will kick this, we will use this to kick off our meeting. So I establish a starting point for our meeting, right? Now, when I get on Zoom, after we say, hey, how's it going? How's the dog? How's the family? Are you guys all safe? My favorite thing to say after that is, hey, is it okay if I share my screen and pull up the document that I sent you yesterday that we're going to kick off with? That's If you just did that, now they're cool starting the meeting. I'm in the flow. I feel he has a plan. First 45 minutes on rapport building. Right. Just all, always send them you is their starting point to know what the starting point is and as soon as they have the starting point we've already like that that from that point you can go anywhere that you want so i will tell you the two big things are 
enter the conversation and the prospects figure out what they're thinking, their questions and their fears. And number five, if you can just have the three to five touches of reconfirming appointments, sending them, uh, you know, other things that you've done in the marketplace that are similar. And then the starting point, once you do the starting point, that allows you to kick off the meeting in a very thoughtful way. Sure. Yeah. And one of the things that I took away from our initial conversation was, you know, if you build, you called it mechanical rapport, like instead of going in and spending the 45 minutes talking about their dogs and their kids and what sports they're interested in and like touring the home, right? Instead, now our cadence is set up. So we're building that rapport and showing them that we're a professional first, which virtually you have to do that. It's not like, hi, how are you? Show me your home, right? right? So that's that's an important thing, even the sequencing. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so the the um, I'll talk about the sequence in a second. So this is good, the, the preview of the house, right? So uh, the, the Marvel asked a question about this. One of the things that I've been advising a lot of agents to do right now, and then we'll go to the sequencing. One of the things I've been advising agents to do, Carrie, is um, very few people are asking for this. And I always tell them, hey, you write an email and you say, uh, a lot of people say write an email and they'll say, hey, can you give me a video walkthrough of your house? That's cool, right? And that's that's okay to do. My suggestion is actually to do something a little different. It would be amazing if you can record a video that says, hey, Carrie and Dan, in preparation for our meeting, I just want to get a sense of the layout of the house. So we, I'd love to do this in one of two ways. Again, options, not objections, right? Options. I'd love to do this in one of two ways. First, if you don't mind, can you start at your from the street turn on your camera and just walk through the house like you're giving me a tour of the home, like you were sharing it with your uh, your family like the first time you bought it. So you're giving them that flow, right? Or you can say, hey, or maybe we can set up five minutes over the next couple of days before our meeting where we can do a FaceTime or a, or, or a walkthrough where you can walk through it live with me. Please tell me which one you would prefer, right? The problem is most people, when you tell the client to do one thing, they feel cornered. When you give them the option, they choose. Yeah. Choosing of the options is way, way better. And it's going to be super hard for us to show up without having any sense of the house because then the clients are going to be like, one of the questions in their minds is going to be, well, what the heck does Sharon know? He doesn't, he's not been in my house before. How is he going to be able to effectively market it? That's why we need to get ahead of that sooner and give them the two options. But emailing them those options, is not cool. You want to do the media match, right? If you're asking for a video, do. If you're asking for an email, do an email. If you're asking for a text, do a text. It's give them whatever medium you want them to respond with. Do it in that medium because that shows that you're willing to invest in the same medium. Sure. Okay, I love that. And then you um, can take it further, faster in the meeting. Oh, totally. Exactly. Because that way, at least, you know, now, Carrie, I feel like, okay, Sharon did a video. He doesn't mind it if it was janky, doesn't mind it if it was redneck. He just wants to see the house and he gave me two options. Cool. Now I appreciate that. Now I now I can choose one of the two options as opposed to thinking, Ugh, I can't believe now he's giving me homework. Yep. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, Go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download a hundred of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download a hundred tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. 
I have a, I have a logistical question. Yeah. How do you, that's awesome. Renelle's saying she would hire you and she likes the advanced steps. Yeah. Um, I would hire Sharon too. So my, my question is a lot of people have a challenge sending video from their phone. So how do you teach them to successfully send you the video? And sometimes it's going to be like a five minute video or something. Yeah. Great question. Right. So, um, uh, at the end of uh, when they respond, uh, so so glad you asked. When they respond, oh yeah, I'll send you a video. That's what they're going to normally say. You can say, awesome, no problem. Hey, if it helps, I've noticed several of my clients have a tough time sending big videos. If it's okay with you, just do like a bunch of small one-minute videos. Do a video of the outside, a video of the ground floor, a video of the bedrooms, a video of the upstairs, and a video of the backyard. They're like, oh, now it's cool. Now they send me five videos as opposed to just one. But if you call that out beforehand, now they're like, oh, Sean's being really thoughtful about the entire process. Awesome. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Great um, because once you have that, right, I want them to respond with what they're going to do. And then, because if they say, oh, I'll just do the FaceTime, you're like, cool. Then you just set up the FaceTime call. If they don't, if they say, I'll record the video, you're like, hey, one tip that I have. Now it at least says that you, you, the more options you give them and the guidance you give them, the more safe they feel. Like, I just want them to feel safe because they're going to hire me straight up on safety. Well, and it shows that you've already thought through and experienced multiple times what they're going through, right? So then it's right. automatically... This is not your first rodeo virtually because you've done it before. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Um, it, it, you, I think you talked about this. You said, hey, you know, what happens in the appointment, right? Like in the appointment, how do you best kind of sequence the appointment? If you guys are, I hope all of you are in the hyperfast coaching program because I know Carrie and Dan go deep into this when they talk about, hey, when you actually talk to a client, everyone thinks about, everyone's so afraid about like the objection handler that they're gonna get or about something about commission or whether they're gonna talk about marketing. You don't realize that there's parts in the process that will like almost eliminate all objections from all of this. And, and I've seen like Carrie and Dan do this in the coaching process, which you guys should be investing in, which is so awesome, right? Um, one of the things that I love about is, is is we talk about this concept of the first seven minutes. And uh, the, the reason is if you can have full control of the first seven minutes of the appointment, you can do anything you want in the appointment. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's why when I say you need a starting point, uh, like say, hey, you pull up the document and say, hey, this is the public property profile or the realist report or the title property profile. Let's go through this. Care you, you and Dan bought the home for you know seven hundred thousand right here in Arlington about eight years ago. Great job! What an awesome investment. Today, the perceived market value with the comps that I did show us in the roughly one point two, one point three range. Does that range connect with yours? You're like, yeah, cool, awesome. We'll actually dial into that in a second. So don't worry about that number. I always tell them like, don't worry about that number. If you if you tell them, don't worry about that number. Now they're going to be continuously fixated on that number and they can't get out of it. So I always say, don't worry about that number. And then you can say, it looks like you have a Bank of America loan on this for $400,000. Is that correct? So Carrie, do you remember your monthly payment on it? I asked for the monthly payment every single time because it allows me to know their holding costs. Because then if they say, hey, I want a longer term, shorter term, if they want to, if they want to like list high and they're willing to wait for their eight months, I know that, you know, eight, eight, eight months times $4,000 a month is another $32,000. So I know what they're thinking. So I can, I can talk about holding costs, but my job is to go through that report because instantly I talk about money 
Everybody wants to establish their relationship based on a relationship and rapport. But if you go to money, you instantly become the advisor. People have a really difficult time going to money. Like when we talk about to an attorney or a CPA, they like my CPA is like, hey, let's let's pull out last year's tax return and compare it. Like that's the first thing they do. Right. And so like you're instantly in rapport, like you're instantly in money rapport. That's what you want. Like we all, all the agents will tell me, well, I want to be their trusted advisor. I'm like, yeah, you want to be their trusted advisor. But the only thing you've been talking to them about is skiing and Aspen. Like you're not a trusted advisor. If you're only thing you're talking to them about is skiing and Aspen. So you got to get the money conversation right, right away. Right. So that's the first thing I would do is how you talk about the first seven minutes becomes really, really important. And the second thing, Carrie, is my entire job in the meeting is not to pitch, but to create a plan. And you and Dan talk about that in hyperfast coaching all the time is, hey, it's not about just pitching and presenting all the time. It's about creating the plan because the when, when you co-create the plan with them, they feel like they're in this experience with you and they've already hired you. Yeah. And, 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 and so you don't want the plan at the end. You want to create the plan the entire time because they're like, oh, uh, that date doesn't work or this date doesn't work or like they'll tell you things. And so now they're co-creating the plan with you. My job is to actually and the favorite, my favorite thing to do, Carrie, is like I draw a timeline. I just draw a line and I just say, here's where we are. And at the end, I say, here's where we are going to sell. And I'm going to fill out all the dots in between. And I'm going to walk you through this process because I've done it 100 times in the last 13 months. Now they're like, oh, he sold 100 homes in the last 13 months and he's going to walk me through the dots. That's where the good part is. So I want to like, I want to build a plan with them. Everybody, you know, everybody like the, the, the reason why uh, it's amazing to work with, you know, Dan and Carrie and like their team, because you get access to their team as well, is that they're doing this day to day, right? I think a lot of times we have coaches and mentors out there that like literally have never talked to a client. Like, that's weird. That's just weird to me, right? Because you, they, what they do is they teach you how to pitch. They're like, and, and everything becomes centered around marketing. Like, I, Carrie, there are appointments that I go into where, like, I don't even talk about marketing. Like, I really don't even talk about marketing. And that becomes super, super important. So the first thing I talk about is this, 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 this title property profile. That's the first seven minutes. The next thing I transition to is saying, hey, um, we're going to build a plan together. And I always tell them, regardless of whether you choose to list your home with me or not, whether you choose to go on the market or not, or whether we get a chance to work together right now or in the future, right? I, I'm giving them options. I think this plan will give you a sense of the next steps ahead. I think this plan will give you a sense of the next steps ahead. And now they're like, oh, okay, he's not going to sell me. He's going to build a plan with me, right? That's what I want them to take. And then that's the second thing is the plan. And the third thing is, I always try to tell them, Carrie, is, well, let's talk about the ideal person that may buy this home. Like, as soon as you can nail the buyer persona, everything else happens. And so uh, my favorite line is this, uh, and everybody should feel free to use this. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Client, uh, a, lot of, a lot of the clients that I talk to will always say, hey, tell me about your marketing plan. Tell me about how you're going to market this property. But I actually think that's a premature question the first question we should be asking is who are we going to be marketing to? Yeah. And then they're like, and then when they do that, the next person that comes into pitch after you, they start to talk about marketing and you're like, Oh, what a dumbass!" Like Carrie already told me that that's not the question I should be asking. And that's when you win. You always want to find a way to put the average agent down because that's the truth, right? You're a better choice. And so 
in today's market, just so you guys know, right? In today's market, I've been advising clients to break down a, the buyer pool into three segments. I always say, Mr. and Mrs. Client, in today's uncertain market, there's three big categories of buyers. Category of buyers, number one is can't move, can't move, won't move. Something happened in their lives where they can't or won't move right now, and they structurally cannot do that. That's bucket number one. Bucket number two is they want to move, they can move and they want to move, but they are stuck. They have one question, one query, one concern. Uh, we call them a single issue voter. They either need to figure out their monthly payment, they need to figure out whether they can see open houses. That's the one thing that they need to figure out. So we have a lot of single issue voters in the middle. And the last group are, is, are the ones that have already decided that they're opportunistic, they've already made the decision they're gonna make the move. We're gonna hyper-focus on groups two and three, and let me show you how we're going to reach them. And then you just lay out a plan for what you're gonna do, right? Now they're like, oh, okay, Carrie's being really thoughtful. She's not saying I'm gonna to try to go after people that are not interested and convince them. I'm gonna go after the low hanging fruit. I'm gonna have the people that want the education and the movement, and I'm gonna actually walk them through this, right? Walk them through this. So super, super important where if you can nail the buyer avatar, then, you're then you can just show and tell everything in your marketing. That, that matches matches up with that. Cool, helpful? Very helpful. And and that is one of the things we changed after learning from you. Like the one of the things I love about it is, and it's all about enrolling them in the plan. Like if for some reason it doesn't work, then you just go back and create a new plan because you co-created it and they helped you identify the buyer profile. So if the house doesn't sell, then you figure out how you missed that as a team. And then you yep. shift it together and you go after it again. Yeah, exactly right. And, and that this is also a great, Carrie, you nailed it, right? And um, which is why like everybody should be just, just spending a lot of time with you and Dan. The, the reason is that the, the, because we're going to see bumps in various parts of the process, right? Maybe they're, you know, they only want to do a 90-day listing agreement, or we don't know how long this timing is gonna last for the, the, the coronavirus time. If you need to go have the quote expired conversation, the, everyone is like, how do I have this expired conversation? Sharon, give me a script. There is no script for the expired conversation. It's rebuilding a new plan. If you built a plan, you can say, hey, Carrie and Dan, I know we built a plan for the first six months to do this. A lot of facts are, have changed. So if it's okay with you, can we take those learnings and build a new plan so that I can go execute on that for you? Now you're not having an expired conversation. You're co-creating the conversation about all of this, right? Dean's talking uh, smack about you over there. Hey, uh, I, I got a, you know, I, I got a homemade haircut here. So I appreciate my wife having to do this for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so so uh, but, but carrie you and dan have, I, I what people don't what people should realize this is this right success leaves a lot of clues but what is even more important than success leaving clues is blueprints totally leave a these footprints of success right like you want the blueprints like the blueprints are what I, i've seen you and dan teach these if you you and dan teach the blueprint hey you walk into a buyer consult you do this questionnaire when you do this questionnaire it evokes this emotion when it evokes this emotion you drive this plan when you do this plan you get that result when you get that result they get in the house and then they're your client forever the people are like they don't they think that they can just put a buyer in a house and they'll be a client forever they don't realize that the original blueprint was actually made them a client forever 
just because you did a great job. Like I will tell you right now, if you have listed several homes and gotten clients significantly over asking, I am going to guarantee you that your clients have no idea how much more money you made them. They have zero clue. You think you got them 20,000, 80,000, $100,000 more. They have zero idea. They assume that that's what you're supposed to do, but they have no idea that you did that. They could not even name that number. That's why building they what they remember is Carrie got on the phone with me or on the zoom with me and she built a plan together. Hey, Dean, you should work with Carrie and Dan because they built a plan for us. They could probably build a plan for you too. That's what you need to get. And that's how you build clients for life. I think when you start really executing on a specific blueprint, which you have helped me with so many blueprints in my business, but when you, when you start doing it that way, not only do you have a process that creates happy clients, you also have a duplicatable process to expand your team and to scale. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's absolutely huge. You know, I was talking to, I remember, um, I remember talking to Dan and Carrie once in, in California at an event. And the best part is this, when you also have a good process, right? When you also have the blueprint, let's say you go to an event, you come on to a, uh, you know, you come on to an event like this, you join uh, Dan and Carrie in Hyperfast coaching program, you re and you get an idea. Now you know where you can go slot that idea. Most people have no, no place to go slot an idea. So if someone talks about marketing, you're like, oh, that's a cool idea. I don't know where to put that because they don't have a flow on when they actually explain marketing or when they actually explain pricing or when they actually explain the first seven minutes. When you have an idea, you now you know where to slot it in. That's why taking the courses, going on the coaching, going to the events makes sense now because you can take the nuggets and install them into your business in the right places. When you don't have the blueprint, you don't know where to install them. That's why having that repeatable process is powerful because then you can actually install or uninstall things as and when they do work or don't work. Completely. Absolutely. Well, Sharon, I adore you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I know how busy you are. It's crazy. Brenda, what we'll do is we'll we'll send it out to you. Some people are asking, they, they missed the beginning and they're like, have them tell us again. We don't have time to do that because we have Dean here waiting. But Sharon is a rock star and you will want to listen to his whole presentation again. So thank you, Sharon, so much. And I hope I actually get to see you in person soon. Yeah, I hope so too. Hey, uh, first of all, before I go, just um, uh, I want to say three things. Number one, uh, Dan and Carrie do not have to do this. So So big, big kudos to them for taking the time, making this happen, investing the money and the resources with the team to do this. That's number one, right? Number two, getting all these people on. Uh, it, the reason that happens is because of all the goodwill that Dan and Carrie have built over the years. And so know the power of that because it just doesn't come, uh, you know, like Dean and I don't do this for anybody. And we're very grateful to do this for Dan and Carrie. But number three, go deep, right? Go deep. You're here already. You love these two. Go deep with them and their programs. And the, the more you can kind of connect with them and go deeper, you'll find these blueprints that you can install in your life and your business. And I think you'll do really, really well. So thank, thank you for having me and uh, we'll catch up with you guys soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next time.